Welcome, and you're now listening to a Queen with Purpose podcast. I am your host, Jaleesa Brown, and I will be your purpose cultivator. This podcast is exclusively a woman's guide to purposeful living and conquering the obstacles faced in her life. You will be empowered, inspired, and have your faith increased. From motherhood to the career professional, this podcast is filled with words of wisdom and tools for women to accomplish their dreams. As your purpose cultivator, my role in your life now will be to equip you to see the greatness God has placed within you and to pursue your purpose fearlessly in order for you to live a life without limits. And should you face an obstacle along the way, sis, we'll have a plan for that. So sit back, relax, and just breathe. Let's go on this journey together. Hey, so we are back. And where have I been? Where have I been? Where have I been? Well, the last episode you all received from me, um, COVID had begun or kicked in. I would say. And I offer journal prompts on how to cope through the pandemic. Well, COVID came to my doorstep and I had COVID. So this episode, I will be going into detail about what happened before, during, and after, and then what you all can expect to occur over the next few weeks because I have some things lined up. So here we go. did the episode in June and the first week of July, I began not to feel the greatest. It wasn't like super ill. It's just, you know, that feeling you get before you get sick, kind of like, I'm feeling a little off. I don't know what's going on, but let me take some medicine. Um, That's how I felt. I didn't feel out of like super out of the ordinary, but I knew I didn't feel like myself. Um, So Friday came and I woke up and it hit me like a ton of bricks. It was very hard for me to swallow. So I was working from home and immediately emailed my team and let them know like, hey, I'm going to go get tested for COVID. And the reason why I initially said get tested for COVID, because I knew having a sore throat was a symptom. Um, I didn't want to assume that I had it, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. Um, So I immediately went to a MedExpress, which is about 20 minutes from my house, to go get tested. And when I arrived, this was the nasal swab. So it was first come, first serve. So I called before I left because I didn't want to go all that way for no reason. Um, And when I had spoke to the lady, like you sit in your car and they test you from your car, like you don't go into the actual MedExpress building. And I had told the lady, like, hey, I just have a sore throat, but I know it's a symptom, so I just want to be cautious. And they asked you, like, have you been exposed to someone who has COVID? Have you been around anywhere? I'm like, no, I haven't done any of that. Um, and then they do the nasal swab and she took my, she took my temperature. And when she took my temperature, she was like, yeah, you have a fever. And I'm like, what? I don't, I don't have fevers. Like, so what do you mean I have a fever? 
so in that moment I was like I probably have COVID because I don't get sick like this like I don't get fevers like that like at all like even when it's flu season I don't get sick um so with that she also tested me for strep because i told her my throat was bothering me she's like yeah i can see your throat is red let me go ahead and give you a strep test and i'm like ah, okay you know like well maybe a strep maybe i'm overreacting um and assuming you know because the symptoms of covid are like the symptoms of a cold and flu so did that did the rapid strep test and that came back negative but she indicated that I should, um, she's still going to send it out so that I can get tested like a full blown strep test. Even though the rapid came back negative, I could still have strep. So it kind of put me at ease just a little bit to this may not be COVID. So let me not panic. Um, so in that moment, preparing for my results, I uh, grab groceries for the weekend like in the event like if I have to lock down for 14 days in my house my family depends on me I need to make sure that they're okay um, but then I immediately told everyone who was around me as well um, I have a gym partner me and her were in a car three days a week went to the gym 5 a.m. I let her know like hey I'm getting tested for COVID I'm not sure if I have it but I want to let you know that I'm getting tested and the gym is on hold. I also let my trainer know immediately, like, hey, I'm getting tested. Um, my brothers, my family, and still took precautions over that weekend to make sure no one was around me. Um, didn't want to chance me being positive and spreading it. So that was the biggest thing. So then it was the weekend and it was the waiting game. So I had to wait. I didn't get my results back until that Monday. So I had to make adjustments in my house. I had to hunker down in my room. Um, we live in an apartment. So trying to separate really is hard to do when you don't have that large of a space as like a two-story, three-story house. So made those adjustments uh like i wouldn't go in the same room that my family was in i would stay in my room or if i say like hey i have to go to the bathroom like can you all go in your room to avoid them running into me and we would text you know versus them talking to me face to face um and i think that that was really hard so when the results came back that monday um, the doctor called me. I was like sitting by my phone like crazy, like just waiting for the call. And the doctor was like, yep, you're positive for COVID. Locked down for 14 days. If you can't breathe, go to the hospital. But that's about it. And I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, like, where did I get this from? What happened? Like, like my mind is now racing because now I have to tell my family I have COVID. I have to tell those who were close to me I have COVID. I also have to prepare myself to fight because I have COVID. And that was probably one of the hardest things to do because it's like, I'm a single mom. I'm the primary caretaker of my mother um who has health issues is the populate is a part of the population that if they were to get covid would be 
the biggest under attack based on their immune system. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm 31. Do I need to make arrangements for my girls if I'm to die from this? And that is probably one of the scariest thought processes one will ever have to think about. Like this can either go, I'm going to beat this and be on the other side of it, or it's going to kill me. Um, and that that was a hard reality to face. But then I had to pause and I had to rem- remind myself of my faith. I had to lean on the promises that God has given me and God has told me. So it was in that moment that I knew I had to fight. Like when the results first came in, like I, I cried, like, oh my God, why did I, why am I getting COVID? Like I didn't do anything. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't do what they say don't do. I didn't go to no parties. I didn't travel. I didn't do any of that. Um, so I did have a moment, like, absolutely. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, oh, it was all peaches and cream. As soon as I got it, I just knew that I was good. No, like I had a moment and I was in my feelings and I cried. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is life or death. There are people my age who are in ICU and dying of this virus. And it has now landed on my door. What do I do from here? So in that moment, so after that, I, you know, after I gathered myself together, I let everyone around me know that I tested positive from my trainer um, to the young lady who was going to the gym with me, to my friends and family. Um, and a lot of people were like, oh my God, you know, like, oh, what in the world? Like, where did you get it from? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Um, I ruled out the gym because the young lady tested negative and also my trainer. So that gave me a peace of mind to know that I didn't spread it to them because we were around each other three days a week, 5 a.m. consistently, ain't miss a day, you know? So in the gym, they they didn't play. Like they took temperatures at the door. They wiped everything down. Everyone was six feet apart. Like there's no congregating. Like you aren't, no, none of that. So that gave me a peace of mind as well. So I'm like, you have your gas stations, you have your grocery stores, you have you know, your Target, your Walmart, your Sam's Clubs, you know, like those were places that I were. And it just, it wasn't avoidable. Um, But sharing it with people, sharing it with family, uh, it was, it was very hard to share that news with them. But I will say the support that I received during the entire process was unimaginable. Um, truly thankful for my tribe, extremely thankful for my circle, um, from my trainer on down. And I'm going to mention him, uh, Clay Moorfield, who not only did he offer support, he checked on me, um, seen how I was doing, seeing how I was feeling, you know, the whole, the whole aspect, because it takes a toll on your body, um, and it, it, it does. And it was very, very hard to fight during it um, because it was, it was as if 
in the evenings the virus would get the kick like it know like it, it like it would know when you were resting and when you were resting and it was like oh okay like now like let's let's kick because at night is when i would realize it would be difficult for me to breathe and then when i realized it was difficult for me to breathe my anxiety began to kick in you know so when you realize like oh my god i can't breathe and then you're like you start to panic so having to like calm myself down during that um my cousin brought me vitamins um and tea and i sit on the board for the urban league young professionals of greater pittsburgh and my vp brought me cmos um to take so i mix that in my smoothie every morning and i have to truly truly equate everything that i've gone through and the strength that I had to fight one my faith because I went to war and prayer over my body and over those around me in my entire household that I would not lose to COVID um and I knew in that moment that God didn't have that for me but in the moments of me spending time with him with covid he shared with me julissa who are you going to be after this so going through it is one thing but how are you going to live your life after it means a lot more because i'm going to carry you through and then you have my trainer who would give me uh tell me what foods to eat and you know like what exercises to still do and like don't get stagnant you got to keep moving you can't move how you moved before but long just walk you know that like you know just those things and his name is clay morefield and i'm actually going to have him on the podcast to discuss some COVID so you all can get to know him just as a man, as a trainer, as a businessman. He is phenomenal. Um, I love him. Like, I, like it's, it's not even just a trainer. Like, we're family at this point. Um, but, yes, yeah, so then after my, uh, to get back to COVID, so after my 14 weeks, 14 days, not 14 weeks, ooh, Lord, no, 14 days was up, um, I slowly began to go back out. Um, my family needed things, you know, so I had to go to the grocery store. But being in quarantine for 14 days does something to you mentally. You can't go anywhere. You can only text. You, you know, you can surf social media. But knowing that you had a virus that you don't know where it came from that is killing people your age and then to say okay you're cured quote unquote of it and to go back out into the world does something because you're you're now super cautious you're second guessing you're where did I get it from this store? Should I go to a different store? Or what if I go to that store? Or will I get it from that store? And so I definitely, definitely took all precautions going back out into the world after recovering from COVID. Then oh, two weeks after I had recovered, my mom had a cough 
that wouldn't go away. And the cough she had about a week, week and a half. And she was like, oh, it's just my allergies, you know, like it's not that big of a deal. It's just my allergies. And my brother's girlfriend, who is such a blessing, um, works for one of the hospitals in our area and had indicated like, "Mm, I don't know, she should go get tested. So she called her doctor and next day scheduled it, went down, got her results back in 24 hours and she was positive for COVID-19. So now at this point, I'm panicking because again, as I stated earlier in the podcast, This is the population that gets hit the most and doesn't survive. So now not only did I have to mentally fight for myself and physically fight for myself to get through the other side, I'm now covering my mom. And that was probably harder than me going through it. Um, my mom means the world to me. So to see her suffering from a virus that I brought in our home that I don't know where I got it from hurt, hurt beyond, hurt beyond belief. And I'm just extremely thankful that she is still here with us. I am extremely blessed that I can share this testimony because this is exactly what this is because our story could have been a lot different. Um, I know people in their 30s who are in and were in ICU from COVID. I know people who were in their 20s who passed away from complications of COVID. So it's very serious and I got back on just to share this testimony because now I'm living post-COVID and I have to honestly say that it hasn't been easy. Um, Getting back to the gym, my stamina is not the same. It is not where it used to be and I had a moment where I was mad at myself. Like, I know I can go harder than this. I know I can lift more than this. I know I can like, uh, and my trainer was like, you need to be cool. Like your body went through something. It's going to take some time to bounce back, but you're going to get there. And hearing that from him, I'm like, that's that he's, he's right. I have to give myself grace. Um, because what my body went through because I couldn't physically see it, you know, as if you have a scar on your arm, you cut your arm, you can see it heal. You're like, oh, okay, I'm I'm getting better. But with COVID, it's internal, it's respiratory. So I get winded quicker or I can't last as long as I could doing the plank that I used to. So his words really resonated with me and gave me peace on this journey back because it hasn't been easy. So September, this month, I I just got back into the gym. So I was out of the gym for two months. Um, And in that two months, you know, like people are bringing food to your house and dropping food off to you. So my eating 
was horrible for those two months because I, I ate what was brought to me. I couldn't say like, oh, no, I don't eat that. Oh, I don't eat that. Nope, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, no, I'm taking what I can and I thank you for what you bring me. I'm extremely grateful for you, you know? So that's why I want to have my trainer on the podcast to discuss that journey. Um, if he had any other clients, you know, just so you all can get to know him again, as I had stated. So he will be on the next episode of the podcast to discuss that and the bounce back and all and a few other things. Get him on here to discuss some stuff. Um, but that's where I have been. I know as soon as I got on, we were picking it up and we were going, 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 and then it just dropped again. But I'm telling you, I have amazing things in store. I have interviews already lined up that I know you all love. I am launching a new series on the podcast called Queen Talk, where I will be interviewing some amazing women who will be sharing their stories and obstacles they've overcome and just advice they have for other women who are pushing forward through times such as these. Um, it's very difficult. 2020 has been a year. And I know I am not the only one who can attest to that. Like, is 2020 over yet? Like, are we finished? Are you done? You know, so... Um, that will be the next few weeks. The women, breathtaking. I've recorded some of the episodes already, so those will be soon to come. Um, just to circle back to COVID, neither of my girls had COVID. Um, both tested negative, and I'm just thanking God for that. Um, so I just wanted to hop on give you all an update. We, I'm back on getting this thing, picking it back up and going. So the next few weeks, you will have some good, good talks from me. Um, I hope you all enjoy. I'm extremely grateful that you are listening to my podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Share with a friend, share with a friend, share with a friend. So stay tuned for the next episode where I interview my trainer, Clay Moorfield. Stay tuned. It's going to be a good one.